This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey, gorgeous. Before we get into this episode, I just want to let you know the wait list for my energetic aesthetics training is now open. If you're ready to bring a holistic approach that is grounded in science into your aesthetics practice, this is it. I'll share more as details develop, but for now, add your email to the wait list and be the first to know when it is officially available. The link is in the show notes and over in my Instagram bio at Michaela McLean. But for now, let's get on to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again. I have got a special guest with me today, Stacy Sitko, esthetician and owner at Sitko Skin. She is a mental projector, 3-5 profile. Her son is in gate 28. She is a Scorpio. Um, and she's a right angle cross of the unexpected. Welcome, Stacy. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Yay. I know. I'm like, um, we'll get, we'll get into all of this, but as soon as I saw your chart the first time, I was like, <gasps> not only are you a mental projector, I was like, here, she just did this golden experience guide course, you know, your luxury guide. And I'm like, this is all about making your environment for those who know enough about human design. And mental projector really means environmental projector. Your authority is based in the way that things look and feel and the way your environment is and being able to be very comfortable in it and speak in that way. So I'm like, let's just start right off there. I'm like, I want to hear about I want to hear about your course. Um and then and then we gotta we gotta talk about all the things because I'm I've already been like, oh my God, there's so many cool like details and things in here that tie right in, but I'm going to give you the floor. Okay. Um, so the course is just about providing a luxury experience for your clients. And it's based off of Forbes five-star standards, because I came from a background of working at luxury spas. I was trained annually in Forbes standards, and that's very unique in the spa realm to people that work at a spa that has been ranked. Right. And so I felt like there's a huge portion of the community that never has access to this type of training, but this training is hyper detailed and it goes over every possible point of reference of providing a luxury experience for your clients. Uh, and I wanted to be able to adapt that training to a solo esthetician, um, an employed esthetician, or a business owner that operates a day spa that obviously maybe isn't on the scale of a Forbes spa, but they still want to have that high-end five-star quality experience for their clients. And so I really dive into all the Forbes rules and then how to adapt them to whatever stage you're at in your aesthetics career. I love that. Um because right it's like who doesn't especially in this field it's like if you're not aspiring to no matter what price point no matter what location that you're at if you're not aspiring to deliver a really you know beautiful luxurious experience to your patients and clients you're missing the mark it's like we can all always be better and improve 
This is what sets those five-star spas apart from everybody else. And so I wanted to equal the playing field and say, hey, there's actually room at the table for all of us to operate on this level. We might not have the crazy facilities. Mm -hmm. We might not be located within a fancy resort, but we can still provide the same level of comfort and care to our clients and still give them that feeling when they left, like they just treated themselves to something extra special. Um, And then parlay that into being able to feel comfortable and confident in raising your prices and really reaching and maximizing your potential as an esthetician outside of the resort world. I I just, I love it all. I love it all. Um, I, I have to laugh too. Uh, I'm going to just pop a little spoiler in here. We were we were both born in 1981. So there's outer planetary things that are going to be um, some, some of these things like similar and same gates. And I'm like right off the bat, gate 26, um, which is a factor in your chart and in my chart. It's like this... <sighs> I laugh because like the low vibe um, and again, you know, taken taken in whatever context, it's like, it's not a bad thing, but it's like, it's wanting to be the best. And you're like, but this is, this is an underlying thing there. And you're like, but yeah, the best in your own realm. That's the, that's the high expression of it is like, okay, I don't have to be the, you know, like there's no one above me. It's like, no, but it's, it's about bettering yourself and and really providing the best experience possible again, for your patients and your clients. So I think that's really, really beautiful. But the thing that popped out at me instantly, um, you know, you saying it goes through like every detail, like there's something in your chart uh, and in my course, because Stacy has taken my course, your energetic marketing guide. Poor thing. She, she got through that like, you know, quick too, as far as how much, how much detail there is. Um, but there's something I don't cover in the course because again, there's just so many layers to it. But the, but a uh, very very important point: your North Node is basically in a gate that is about details and really being able to like hone in um, on the things that just it's logical, it's factual. It's like this is either a good enough standard or it's not, and being able to accurately and thoroughly communicate that to other people so i think gosh this is like the person to be listening to you know for for this information right that's what's always so important that's really interesting i mean i definitely am a creature of details um not just in my workspace but also in my house um i drive my wife crazy because i am constantly moving furniture in and out of the house like constantly Mm -hmm. looking for that like perfect like talk about like needing to be the best it's it's a it's a competition with myself like when we're trying to pick a restaurant I'm like well I want Mexican but I don't just want Mexican I want the best Mexican food and so I have to read reviews of all the restaurants and like look through the menus so that I can have the best experience with my wife when we go out to eat food like it can be a little I could see how that's like a gift and a curse if you're not really um, honing in on or just being aware of um, these traits and how to use them to your benefit. And that it was the biggest takeaway for me with your course was just like, okay, yeah, I know I have a tendency to get kind of bitter sometimes. 
And that's like the downfall of projectors, right? Or not the downfall, because I, I love that you don't really vilify it. The low energy or when we're we're when we're not performing at our highest, you know, mm -hmm. capable um frequency, I'll say. Um there's like these low energy cues for you to be aware of, right? And so mine as a projector is bitterness. And I was like, yeah, I could totally see that. Like I do have a tendency to lean that way when things aren't going my way or when people aren't responding to me the way that I want them to. Um, and so it's nice to have those cues that I've received from the course. And obviously there's more than just the one, right? There's so many details to the charts mm -hmm. that I can look for these different cues and, and check in with myself and be like, okay, what is this really about? Take a beat. It's probably because I spoke at a turn and maybe I'm trying to project onto someone that doesn't want to be projected onto. <laughs> so I, it's a really good lens to look through not just your business, but life. And so yes. I, I very interested in you breaking down certain things about my chart that maybe I didn't relate to or really understand like gate 28 the death gate can we talk about this <laughs> <laughs> yes but before we go there i do have to say something when you mentioned the furniture um again being mental projector and the environment being so important you also have a completely un like completely open g center and so again just stressing like the importance of like how your environment looks feels and for somebody like you um how it's going like you said drive my wife crazy it's like that's something on like you know the other person's end like in that case on her end to be like oh well this is just stacy like this this is just how it's always going to be and it's it's of the utmost importance that she is comfortable and feeling good in whatever environment so it'd be the same thing you go on a trip and you you walk into a hotel room that just doesn't feel right to you or when you're like okay no i gotta go I got to go back down to the desk and see if we can get something else or, you know, um, it's being very, very sensitive to that. And that is a whole conversation and also sensitive to the people. We're going to have to talk about this, um, okay. but we will talk about the 28. Um, the 28, you know, with Scorpio. Yes, I, I, I joke about that being, you know, it's like it's code for death. Really, um, it is a spleen gate. 28 is that intuitive instinct with timing that's the high expression of it is like, I, you know, people that have it, um, I laugh. I'm like, you're probably the person that can, you know, do peels without needing to worry about a timer. You do things by, you know, like there's an intuition about like, this has already been on for X amount of time or, you know, whatever. I'm like, that's just kind of one, one small example. Um, but on one hand, it's typically people that are either worried about, you know, time running out, slipping through their fingers. Like I don't have enough time with my loved ones or I'm, I'm my life. I don't even know what this is all about. And I haven't had enough time to accomplish my purpose or, you know, that type of thinking, or, you know, people who are, you know, can kind of go on, on like different, different ends of that spectrum of, you know, or risk taking, you know, because they just don't value necessarily the time that they have. So everything in the chart is always two ends of the stick and we're trying to find some sort of like uh, i don't even say healthy balance but a but a place there that's like i'm always living that high expression of it but you have a you have an active spleen for sure you have four gates active here um and 
you know, being very, very alert is how I would put it. Alert to, again, your environments. This is where to me it gets so fun. It's like, it's all the layers. It's not just like, Stacy, it's a projector. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. There's so much happening there. And, and then with your, yeah, with your 28 as well, it's a line three. And you know, from the course, like going into not just the line numbers, but even the profiles, she's a three, five, um, having to have done this through lived experience, like understanding the time concept. So what, what does that mean to you? Oh, okay. So many thoughts on everything. <laughs> Starting with you're totally right. Like my wife has surrendered to the fact that furniture will come and go. She can't get attached to anything in the house. This is part of my process. This is what it's like to be married to Stacy Sitko. Thank you. Love you. Like <laughs> she's here for it. And I love her for it. She just lets me have control. It's always at the end of a conversation because I want her to feel good in the space. It's very mm -hmm. important to me. At the end of a conversation, it's whatever you want, babe. And I just love that about her. Um, talking about my chart and timing i do feel like i've just uh, things have fallen into my lap over the years or like i i will have this sense of like right right place right time you know mm -hmm. um like my career for example that just kind of happened it wasn't like i always knew i was going to be an esthetician um i didn't know what i wanted to do after high school and I just kind of set it on a whim to my dad. I love getting facials. Maybe I would like to give them. That seems like a really nice work environment. And he mm, just environment again. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Okay. But here's the thing that's interesting. I think this goes into just like we're always our worst critics, or like, this is why I love your course. Thank you. The way that I see myself is I'm paranoid as fuck. Like I'm always looking over my shoulder. I'm very like, I, I always want to be very aware of my surroundings. Um, I, I didn't love having roommates. And so, at I think 20, I got my first apartment by myself mm -hmm. and it was very important to me that I felt safe in my apartment. All the windows had to be second story windows. So no one was going to be climbing into them. I had a bedroom without a door, which I didn't care because I lived by myself and through the doorway, I could see the front door. So if anyone was going to break in, I was going to know immediately. Like, it's just in my mind, like a paranoid personality trait, but learning about my chart, I've kind of been able to let that go. And I even just, while I was listening to your class, had this aha moment where I said to my wife, I'm not paranoid. I was just born this way. Like this is just <laughs> who I am. Like I, I'm, I'm obsessed with this, like feeling safe in my environment. Yeah. I always thought it had to do with like past life trauma or something. I was like, I must have gotten really messed up in a past life because I'm paranoid. I just like, I'm worried someone's going to jump me at any moment. Um, doesn't stop me from running my mouth, which is like right. really funny when you look at my chart because right. also what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, so yeah, all of these things I find very relatable and that's yeah. what got me like more excited about you, about human design, um, everything. Isn't that wild? Your your um your conscious moon is also in gate 28. So just to point that out. So 28 and that even that safety and sort of like, yeah, I mean, it's it's the preservation of life or not. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Everything that comes from that spleen is like 
I, and you would know this from the course, but for people that haven't taken it, it's like the spleen is, I, I describe it, your inner caveman, your inner wild animal. All the spleen is concerned about is survival. It's like, am I going to live to see another day? And that is the motivator, right? That's going on there. My health, my wellness, my well-being, but really at the, at, at what's the primal? It's primal. It's like, I have to stay alive. And so not only is your son there, you were born, you know, we know this new moon, you know, your your moon is also in gate 28 and the moon in human design is considered a, like a driving force. So it's it's like you are driven by themes behind that. Not only not only is that how you shine and, you know, personality and all that. It's like this is like this like thing that's that's in there just like driving the bus on top of it. So very interesting. And like I said, total the totally open G, that high hypersensitivity to the environment is so interesting. Um, and then to look further even at your spleen, um, you know, like I said, you have other gates active there. You have the 57, 57. What is your relationship to that? It's like this is considered the most intuitive gate in the chart. That's your Mercury and your Saturn uh and that is specifically about hearing through the right ear these my daughter is a son in 57 she's a she's a libra son and this child could hear a pin drop a block over like it's again so this is spleen this is safety and security this is right it's just like wait what did you say and always just the ear what what you're like you can't you can't even mouth something around her she's gonna hear you you know and it's yeah. hearing it's hearing um definitely like you know real sounds and vibrations but also you know hearing things internally too you know so what what would you say that has that played into stuff well in the physical form just like hearing sounds um it's embarrassing how many times a night in like the course of a week or a month i will wake my wife up and be like what was that someone's in the house mm -hmm. go check <laughs> mm -hmm. Because I do, I hear any little creak or whatever. Um, but I think more from like a, a third eye or, you know, like a, in, in more of a spiritual sense, I do feel very intuitive and I have had experiences that I couldn't really explain um, where I have felt energies that weren't of this world in a room um, or while I'm working on a client, I, you know, I, I refer to it just because I don't know. I'm just like, oh, this must be like a guardian angel or someone that's like just watching over you. And they're just here while I'm giving you this facial in this room. And I'll get really emotional when it happens because um, I, I actually don't know why it just it physically manifests as like um, like a very emotional process for me. So I don't go there with every client. Mm -hmm. Definitely, um, like sometimes it's just unavoidable. And what I, I love that always feels like really safe for me and fun to explore is um, working on women that have uh, a very large baby bump and are, you know, maybe in their third trimester of pregnancy. And that energy exchange that I can have with their baby is always like a really Oh, wow. I love that. Well, you started where where my mind was going immediately or first off, um, you know, you're I already mentioned totally open G center, but also totally open emotional center. So not only, you know, people always think like an empath, it's like you're just feeling into like somebody emotionally. I'm like, 
yes, you have that like feeling all the range of emotions and then also all the range of like basically at a soul level. That's that is what's happening in the G center. And your uh, your conscious sun, you know, here we're talking about, excuse me, your conscious earth. We were already talking about the sun being in 28 and the timing, but the 27 right below that, yeah. you would know this. It's like, this is this nurturing and caring energy. Oh my God. 27 is so cute to me because my, my little, my little guy has it. And it's like, it's so real. And so the fact that, um, this comes off the sacral, this, which is the baby center, you know, and you're being a projector, you're of course going to be undefined there, but that just like magnetic thing that that gate 27, especially in such a prominent placement for you would have toward babies and children is like really, really significant in your chart. So like none of that surprises me. Right. I know. And it's so, yeah, it's just fun to learn more because all these things just click and you're like, yes, I relate to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think with gate 27, it makes perfect sense to me because I, I, I always say I love being an aunt. I never want to be a mom. Like, I don't want to be the one that brings life into this world, but I love to nurture it. Yes. Yes. Well, and you know, I won't, I'm like, well, I won't go too far down this. Um, <laughs> but, but it's like with, you know, projectors, one of the things about just non-sacral beings, so our manifestors, projectors, reflectors, is that there isn't that consistent, you know, sacral energy to like go, go, go. And so it can be very draining. Like, I mean, honestly, I'm a mom of two, you know, and I am a sacral being. It's like, it's it's a lot. It is a it it's a lot. It's the most rewarding and most amazing thing. But yeah, I I never I'd always thought I, that would be me would be the auntie, you know, and not not necessarily have like children of my own. I mean, I'm completely obsessed with the two of them. But I'm like, that's all I could handle, you know. I'm full on obsessed. Like, can't do more than that. Honestly, kudos to anyone that has children because I do. I look at that as like that just must be so exhausting. And and my wife and I have talked about this and, you know, just the idea of like having to get up and care for someone before I'm ready to get out of bed. I'm just like, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> right. Right. Like I, and now Michaela told me I need my rest. I need all the rest. I can't, oh, I can't get up. Sorry. That was my first and favorite <laughs> takeaway from the course. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, um, Michaela talks about how projectors need to lay down midday. Like it's very important for them to like take a moment to rest and maybe even just like get horizontal. And I do that sometimes after work and I will be there an hour later mm -hmm. than my last client left because I just need to lay flat and decompress. And <laughs> I was like, I love that I have permission to do this because sometimes if I'm laying flat and my wife is doing errands around the house, I'll start to feel guilty. Like I should be pitching in. And she's always so sweet about it. She's like, you're resting. It's fine. But me in my head, you know, like giving myself permission uh, after the class, I was like, okay, I need to start doing that more. I need to start scheduling more breaks, maybe even put more time in between appointments than I already have. And just embrace this is part of who I am instead of like, you know, feeling bad about it or guilty for it. Like, just know that this is part of my process and how I can show up for others is by just respecting that this is who I am. Yes. Well, um, what, what is her design? Do you know? Oh gosh. I am so annoyed with myself that I don't have it up right off the gates. I also, like is she, is she a sacral? Is she a sacral being that would, you know, 
I'm always like that's I'm pretty sure she's the generator. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And that, and that's it. It's like, it's just knowing that where it's like, she has the energy to go and do the errands and, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, no, I'm resting because again, it's like the difference of like the work looks different. It doesn't mean that you're not working and contributing. It's just like, it's a different type, but I love hearing that because I really do stress for, for the non-safe girls. I'm like, yeah, build into your work day, more breaks. Um, try not to be sun up to sundown back to back. Uh, it's, it's going to, it's going to benefit you in ways, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit hard. Actually, that leads me to a question. Um, it's kind of like the work smarter, not harder, do less, get more thing that non-sacrals, especially projectors need to really um, absorb and integrate. Like, has that, have you seen anything, any sort of like changes or, or had, had revelations around that being like, wow, actually when I do that, when I am, when I am better about my time and energy, it's actually been helpful, like in ways that translate. Yeah. When I put too much on my plate, things fall through the cracks and I have more yeah. work because I have to clean up because I'm not, you know, I, I'm too frantic. I can't, I can't do a laundry to-do list day in and day out. That just doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually get more done if I don't pile so much on my plate all the time. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, and that's one of those things. I'm like, you have an undefined route, just like I do. It's not, yeah. It's like that, that pressure to always be, you feel like you need to do. And it's like, okay, no, you need to take a beat. You need to like take a breath and let it all happen. But, but also, I think, you know, for, for the non sacrals of that feeling, and I see this so much with like so many projectors that I know, it's like, it is like, let me pile more, 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 more on my plate. And, I'm just always sitting there going like, at what point are we not going to hear from you again? Because it's just <laughs> too damn much. You're stretching yourself so thin and, you know, and, and there, there are certain people, they just kind of like disappear for a while. And then all of a sudden they come, you know, after a while they come back and it's like, yeah, the simple simplifying. Um, and I think too, again, the permission to be like, I don't need to do it all. I need to like invest i need to double down in my zone of genius that's where i need to be putting putting my precious you know time attention and energy absolutely i don't know i mean maybe this is my three five and me and my age mm -hmm. i feel like i've learned through experience the hard way what burnout feels like yeah it's not for me you know like it's important to me that when i am with my client i'm present for them i'm giving them all of my energy and the exchange is a positive one. And if I have too much going on in my peripherals, I can't do that. I can't mentally focus like I want to. So I've had to just learn to like let stuff go. Of course, I have a million ideas in my brain all the time of what I want to do with my business or, you know, with life in general, but actually executing them is like a whole nother ball of wax for me. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I, uh, yeah, it's just, it can be so much. It can be a lot. Um, and just looking at everything together. I don't know. I, I, I think as well, I don't know how you feel about this, but having a super, excuse me, super open chart, you know, super undefined. This is something I was saying to you, obviously you've been through the course. So 
I use my own chart as like an example throughout it. So you've seen, we share the similarity of only having one channel, you know, defined in the entire, despite me being a generator, it's like, there's not a lot going on, you know, um, you being a mental projector, you're also a one channel to center person. And I think the potential we're the same age. Um, it's like the older you get, the more you realize like how, how much is too much. And, um, I don't know the, 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 like, is it the potential? Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's my son in gate 36, but the potential for overwhelm of like, I can't take it. I can't take life on to that degree. And it does become too much. It's like, I really need to focus and be way more methodical about what I'm doing and not in a, not in a boring way in a, I'm going to use my energy in a good way and, and actually get some stuff done. So I think everybody winds up benefiting from that. But, um, I do want to talk, speaking of undefined centers, because this kind of, you know, pinged off in my head because you're somebody who's really good about boundaries and about self-worth um, because, again, you have undefined heart, but she's got the gate 26 and gate 40, both active. 40 to me is like, that's where, and, you know, it's like boundaries and, and the realization of like, yes, I'm here to serve my people or my community or what have you. But at the end of the day, I have to take care of myself first. But that undefined heart, anywhere we're undefined or totally open, as you and I both have seven centers that fall into this category. And what I'm talking about is that if the shapes are white, they're not colored in. It doesn't matter what color they're colored, just that they're, you know, white is what we're looking for. So wherever you're white, they say you go to school in life in those places. And so that's where you have the potential. You have the you in the beginning, right? You have the most potential to be thrown completely off track. And that's what I mean by the overwhelm of people like us, where it's like there's so much undefined, mm -hmm. so much life we're absorbing, like a sponge, um, getting, you know, like I said, getting pulled off track. But when we get really wise with with age, with with wisdom, um, you realize, oh. Oh, so for you, and I'm not here yet, but it's like for you with the heart, it's like having value, having boundaries, like knowing your own worth. What what is what does that mean to you? Because truly it's it's what's funny is like gate 40 is your un unconscious or your design Venus. So you value you you value that other people, me seeing that in you and really recognizing it, it's like, I'm valuing that in you. But what does it mean to you? Um, I think when I was young, it was something I really struggled with. And so again, it just goes back to like my three, five, like I had to learn the hard way, you know, that not having boundaries with people could have a really negative effect on me. And I think that, you know, just talking about again, like, you know, we're, we're always hardest on ourselves. The thing that bothers me the most in life, like the things that maybe happened, you know, in second, third grade that like, still, I'm like, why did I let that happen? <laughs> Which I, I'm not there anymore. Thank God. But things that just lingered for years were always centered around me having a lack of boundaries and feeling either taken advantage of, or um, feeling like I put myself in a situation where, you know, I I didn't feel seen, heard, safe, um, and I I just I I can't let that stuff go. It's really hard for me to let that stuff go. 
Um, so I kind of learned through life and just constantly having this pattern of how many times are you going to repeat this before you figure it the fuck out, Stacy? that boundaries are essential for me to feel safe and for me to like just have mental peace really. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's something that I am very big on. Every time I let my guard down, I get so annoyed with myself that it's just a reminder to not let that happen again so that I don't have to have that feeling again of just like, you know, because I, I definitely do feel like for the majority of my life, I mean, we all have our moments, but for the majority of my life, I have had really healthy self-esteem. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something I've been really grateful for because I've had so many friends that were not in that boat and I saw what it could do to people. Um, I don't know where that came from, but it, it, you know, grateful to have it. And so when I am hard on myself, I guess it just feels a little bit more, um, or when I let myself down, I guess I should say, it just feels a little bit more jarring for me because I, I generally didn't grow up having negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. Lucky me. That, no, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, so, so fascinating. Well, yeah, that's, I, I had to take a quick bathroom break. I'm like, I won't, I won't lie. I'm like, that's funny little pause there. We can't have to go to the bathroom. Um, but I popping back on, I wanted to talk about, you know, to kind of, kind of go back to like the course we've already talked about the 28 and the 27, but the other side, the design side, you know, when we talk about brand pillars, which is really your incarnation cross, um, you have the 31 and the 41 and the 31, you would have done obviously your homework on this 31 is, is about being somebody who uses their voice. It's like the, the voice of leadership and it's forward, forward looking forward thinking. And this is where your five comes from. So where you get your five, uh, so, you know, shining unconsciously in the sense of like, I show up, I provide practical solutions in that sort of like leadership kind of way. And it's projected. So it's always like, Hey, you can follow me or not. You know, people have to elect this person to be a leader for them, but it's like, I am over here ready to sort of like swoop in and help you when you're ready for it. When you ask, when you invite me in, have you found that to be like, you know, well, I mean, I just launched this course, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, well, here it is. Like I'm, I'm evolving into the person that I was meant to be and the stars are aligning for me. Um, and it definitely kind of solidified in my mind that I do need to start doing coaching, which is something that I've been thinking about for a long time. So being able to see that it was kind of like a, okay, get your butt in gear, like just add this to your list of offerings because yeah. there's going to be so much value to it for the right people. And also it's going to feel so good. It's going to feel really fulfilling, I think. Absolutely. Well, I want, I want to, there's something, I want to do the earth over here, but then I want to touch on that whole subject because that's very important and potent. Um, but your, your unconscious, your design earth is in 41 and that's really that ability to birth something out of nothing. So it's kind of like, and then I created this digital course and it's like, here it is, you know, just, or, or putting, putting coaching or mentorship on your menu where it's like, just kind of, boom, I can, I can 
dream this up out of nowhere and and um just the beginning i'm like it's so cool when people have 41 which is the start code on in their design you know it's just it's a world of possibilities available to you so it's like if you if you can think it you know if you can dream it you can be it totally and it's funny because i was talking with josh an esthetician friend of mine who you know um about you know my course after i launched and he was talking about things he wanted to implement and struggles he was having with his space because it's small mm -hmm. i was like josh my dream would be for me to hop on a plane you to do some prep work prior i'll give you a like list of shopping things and we make over your space in like one day <gasps> And he was like, oh my yes. God, terrified. He's like, yeah, but I want to leave. I want I want to like move spaces. I'm not ready for that. And I was like, maybe this is a service that I would actually enjoy offering for others is, you know, have them send me their layout of their space, what they currently have. I put together a shopping list for them that works for their budget. And then I go over there and I help them set up because I've always loved messing with other people's spaces. Like that gives me generator energy where I'm like, I could just <laughs> go in. Like, what else do we need to do? <laughs> I, oh my God, Stacey, I just, again, in the environment, I'm like, it's just so strong here for you and the, and the totally undefined G center. And that's, and that again, is like, it could be not your style, you know, everybody's got a different sort of style and a thing, but it's like the fact that with that totally open G center, you could go anywhere and, but be able to elevate anyone's space and do that. What a cool, what a cool, cool, cool thing. Um, you, you're, I'm like laughing too, because your primary cognition, again, these are layers that are not in the, in the course. I'm like, that's level one people. It's deep, but it's only level one. Um, your primary cognition is taste, like actually literally having good taste you know it's like it's it's literal like oh the way things taste it's gonna it's gonna play into your your intuitive capabilities and like you know how you process stuff but then also like design you know having good taste um so i find that so fascinating it's yeah, I, I, it is. I mean it, I, you know i i actually was going to school to be an interior designer after aesthetic school, mm -hmm. I got a part-time job, but I went to college to study interior design. So I always have felt like it's my second passion, but for me, I never wanted it to be my job because it is such a high energy job and you do have so many personalities coming at you. And I just felt like aesthetics has always been um, my, my first love in that that environment is so peaceful and more my vibe where I was like, okay, well I could do this day in day out for as long as my body will allow me to, but I can dream up spaces and look at design magazines and, you know, just like dream about interior design forever. I am, I'm, I'm again, laughing. We both have Uranus in the same gate because of being born in 81, but it's in gate 14, both sides. And 14 is that very unique, the power skills that are off the beaten path. Like, you know, who, who, who would have thunk it that it's like, oh, I don't want to necessarily just do aesthetics or just do interior design, but this like super niche within a niche within a niche type of thing. I mean, that's, that's genius. That is really genius. And then of course you have the whole Forbes five star. I mean, you, you know what I mean? You're like, you're cut out. It's like me where I'm like, 
who the hell would have put all of this together at the beginning of my career or, you know, your career, but here we are, you know, yeah. at, at, at our age at this point of like, wow, this is actually really special, really unique. No one else is doing it. And um, it kind of takes that life's journey to, to get there and realize like, yeah, like this could be really amazing, you know, and other people would really, really benefit from it. I want to ask you on that note, um, because smell is also a factor in your chart, you know, again, deeper layer that wouldn't, wouldn't have come up in just you doing the course. But um, I know that you're certified aromatherapist and Stacey is also a massage therapist. <laughs> Not just an esthetician, like all the things. Um, but what is your relationship to the sense of of smell and and you know like aromatics? So um, yeah, I I love smells. When I was a little girl, and we would go to visit my grandma, the first thing I would always do is run to her pantry and open the door and just stick my face in it and just sniff. She had this like beautiful smelling cabinet with just the aroma of all the different spices that she cooked with and everything and. It, it, I wish I had a bottle that smelled like that because mm. it's my favorite smell on the planet, like Aww. grandma's cupboard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely feel like I was drawn to aromatherapy because of smell. But to be completely honest, it was more so because of the connection that it was providing for me with clients. So while I was doing my aromatherapy work, I felt like it was really helping me tap into their emotional body where I could almost kind of spy on them and be like, Oh, this is what Michaela is feeling right now. Like on the surface, she may be smiling at me and telling me everything's good, but I'm placing these oils on her and I'm using them with like my massage to really tap into her emotional body. And I sense that there's actually a lot of anxiety in her and I want to help her with that. Um, so it was a really good tool for me in the treatment room. And that's what inspired me to get the certification and then put out my own um, blends. So I actually have a line of products that I never talk about. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. So it's called Sister Botanical Rituals and it's sister without an E and the roller aromatherapy um you know, vials. And I really put it out because I wanted to be able to impact more people's lives than I could just in the treatment room. And so I came up with these blends that were really for women, which is why I named it sister, um, as like a support system. So there's something in there for PMS cramping. There's something in there for vitality and energy that you could use like postpartum. It's like, you know, safe while breastfeeding. Um, there's something in there that's like, uh, an emotional energy cleanse. I call it like saging for your emotional being. Um, and the line was really special to me, but what I found was that I hated being a manufacturer because I was doing everything and I got really bored. Like once you come up and you create these blends, that's like the exciting fun part for me. But the mundane process of like filling the bottles, labeling the bottles, putting the bottles in the box, shipping them out. I was like, this is so not for me. Like I, I can't stand doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's just kind of turned into something that my hardcore fans still order from me, which is great. 
and I gift. I just gift them to people when they need it. Um, but it's not something that I really wanted to pursue as like a, a source of revenue because like the, the manufacturing process of it for me is just not fulfilling whatsoever. We need to outsource that then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here, let's talk about it. Oh, wait, you don't. I mean, it's like, I put it on the shelf with all the other ideas that I have and I have yeah. to decide which ones are to me the most exciting. And then those are the ones that I execute. Absolutely. And put, put your energy behind, but um, yeah, I mean, how, how amazing though. It's like, again, being a projector is having different sources of income that don't really involve like manual labor, you know, the, the monotony. And, and it is, it's like, if, if that ever did become something, it's like, well, shoot, then, then that's when you do outsource the, the boring parts of it, you know? Yeah. If yeah. anyone listening wants to be the person that makes this happen, then give me a call because I don't want to be that person, <laughs> right? You're like, I have got amazing things, but I don't want to be that person. I totally, girl, I relate to that so hard. So, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. So, mm, all right. Real quick though. I'm like, I was about to be like, let's move on to this. And I'm like, no, um, I just find that really interesting. Everything that you said about, about that, that intuitive piece, you know, and then I'm looking at your spleen while you're talking about that and, you know, touching people, massaging and stuff. Um, and you know, that your mercury is in that gate 57. So it really is about in, you know, having intuitive messages to share with people. Um, and even, even kind of circling back to going into people's spaces, it's like the 57 and the 62, that's where you're getting, getting some of that. And yeah, sorry. I'm like, there's just, this is how it's placed. It's North node and it's the unconscious mercury, but I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Um, you know, the detail, the being able to zero in on the detail. And like you said, oh, they're struggling with anxiety. It's like you intuited that, but then also being in a space and being like, oh, well, these are the details that you need to pay attention to, to elevate your space and your experience. So all of it, you know, every single thing we have in the chart is like, can be used in multiple ways. It's it's just the gift. They're gifts that keep on giving if you're accessing them in the right way. But the thing that I did want to dial into was some prosperity placements, you know, that you that we all specifically have, but you know, what are yours? Um, and one of the ways this is interesting that you're meant to like serve people is actually through stillness which what do people do when they come have a facial? Um, and specifically this one is about meditation. You know, funnily enough, I don't, do you incorporate any sort of meditation into your services or even your personal life? I have in the past. Um, it's been sprinkled throughout my life since my mid twenties. Um, but it's never, well, I shouldn't say it's never, it, it hasn't, it hasn't been a long term for me. Um, mm -hmm it's hard for me. And so I typically will get frustrated and then pull back. Um, and then I'll revisit it once I realize, no, I really need this. And then the process just kind of loops back over. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, but when I was really little, I would do these weird exercises, I'll call them. <laughs> I don't know if this is a normal thing. You have kids, so maybe you can you know, shed some light, but 
I, I don't know how I ever stumbled upon this, but I would stare at myself in the mirror until I had an out of body experience. Cool. Really little. I'm talking probably like third grade. That's rad. And I kind of got addicted to it. And I feel like that was a very early form of meditation for me, maybe. Uh Uh Um, But something about staring at myself in the mirror, if I did it long enough, all of a sudden, I was outside of my body. Like my body was no longer mine. I wasn't in it. I was viewing it. It was very weird. And I it would freak me out. Like I, I would cry sometimes because I didn't know how am I going to get back in? This is scary. Like this feels uh-huh. like, you know, but I would keep doing it. I was I was totally addicted to it. It was very weird. This is like so Scorpio. I freaking love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was here. I was over here going to be like, I'm going to offer some practical advice for the for the other part. You know, when you like, it's hard for me. Now that have you done that since you've been older? I tried that again. I I did. I don't know a while ago. I haven't done it recently, and I feel like a lot of times I avoid it because I'm scared that like. I can't do it again, but I'm also scared that I can do it again. And I feel like this is where you really see my 28 gate is yeah. just like all this fear stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'll make a, I'll make a note to try it again and I will let you know, I'll slide into your DMS and let yes, you know. I'm curious. I'm so curious. <laughs> well, you, because you like me, let's see your, your South node is in well, I shouldn't say my South Node is not, but it's like, we both have gate 61 is my point. And mm-hmm. I love this gate like no other, like no other. And this is like hyper mystical. Um, And so yes, like the 28, but this too, it's like, to me, this is, this is the thing that like, I remember kind of being anxious about stuff until like I had an experience uh, a very spiritual experience and I, I'm like I know that this this there's two gates I'm like you guys were working in tandem to like make this happen but um that it's just so connected and it's like oh it's all okay you know like like this just like re- relaxation into the like the mystery of the universe really so um that's a whole thing but anyway uh it doesn't surprise me that you have that gate or that you're even drawn to that gate because uh-huh. you live in spokane yeah and i've only been there <laughs> once but when my wife and i we drove through spokane and we stopped for lunch and we ended up like going to a japanese garden and kind of just like driving around and looking that's at right houses. by my house is it yeah well Okay, we went there, we got out of the car, we walked around, and I was like, I could live here. I was like, there is some witchy energy up in this town. It's slightly (laughs) dark, but I'm into it. And I don't know what the history of is, uh, you know, like of Spokane is. All I know is that when I went there, I was like, this is just like witch central. That is hilarious. (laughs) That is so funny. I, um, well, I was about to say too, we were going to talk about, um, you know, and I said the prosperity placement, this whole meditation thing for you. So this, the, what I have in that particular place. So my vocation, my, the way I'm meant to serve is through that gate 61, through that very mystical. I changed, I added, you know, you're always tinkering with things and I'm like, I, 
how I, you know, through the course, how I'm very particular about language. Um, and there's a reason for that. There's keywords, there's keynotes and things that you, you know, you can tap into and understand like the, the energy behind all of it. And so I added, I was like esoteric education for estheticians because I'm like, this is truly how I part of one of the main things of how I'm meant to serve other people. So, you know, again, when you, when you have like clear cut, okay, this, you know, it's like not vague. It's so not vague. It's like, let's just boil it right down to the nitty gritty and, and, um, and then use that, you know, correctly or whatever. My thing is I, and it's so funny that you said witchy. Cause it's like, I always laugh. I'm like, I don't identify with that. I'm, I'm like the Einstein energy kind of like person where it's like, it's everything, you know, because yeah. I think everybody expects you to be like Stevie Nicks in the treatment room. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's like, no, just like, I'm like, it's very like, almost like miss, like scientifically mystical matter of fact, like this is just what it is, you know? <laughs> That's really cool. But, but um, uh, the oh the meditation so i want to i want to circle back to that because you saying that it was hard or it, it can be hard for you donald you know i'm like okay lay down but this also goes for meditation for you not because you're a projector but because where you carry your definition is in the mind and so for people when they have the the upper two the the head or the crown and the ajna or the third eye so the mind those those top two centers colored in it can be very difficult for them to meditate because the mind never shuts off for you guys so um where i can just like i can go i can space out I'm not defined up up top. Um, you are. So laying down again can be very beneficial for you to do meditations and also guided. So that I and I have the guided a guided meditation and a yoga nidra inside the course. I don't know if you did those or not, but it's like that type of stuff would be very helpful in theory for you to lay down and like listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and do it. It's funny because um I had a meditation trainer in my um, mid twenties. And that practice was a little bit more stringent. And so I think in my mind, like I've always just, I'm, I, I do prefer guided meditation to just, you know, me saying my mantra until I'm like in the zone. Mm -hmm. uh, and my coach had told me to like, sit up, like comfortably sit up, but sit up during meditation. And that's always just been a challenge for me. Yeah. So I do like the idea of going back through your course and laying down and, you know, visiting those meditations with just a more open mind of like what meditation can look like. Um, but one thing that my teacher did share with me that was like the most helpful thing for me to, um, to get into the right mind state in meditation is when you're saying your mantra and this is a specific form of meditation so for you do you do tm right or did tm i did yes yeah. um observe your mind distracting you mm -hmm. and that was very easy for me to do mm -hmm. and then he's like every time you do that realize that you are separating yourself from your mind yes and so each time you're just going to separate more, 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 more until you can shut that off. And that is helpful for me. But damn, does my mind like to distract me relentlessly? Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Trying to run the show. Always. 
Yeah, it, but it is cool. It's like meditation. Like um, I'm super into Dr. Andrew Huberman and, you know, it's like meditation. The whole thing is just like your ability to focus and then refocus. And that's the whole, you know, like that's the point. Um, and he's very into yoga nidra because I love both and I guide both. And it's like, but yoga nidra is about space and out and like letting letting the body repair itself and there's so much science so much amazing science to support it as well that i'm just like so upset. it was funny because josh you know agent rx it's like he was like oh but kayla he's like oh wait then i realized you weren't you weren't bsing like you were serious about there being like all this evidence i was like yeah like this is this is real this is super super real um so i love that there's practices that you know you can use you can use for yourself but you can use them in your treatment room and they're built into of course my course but um just so much so much that you can do to like help yourself and then help patients and clients if you wish to do that you know to take your your services and things to like you know another level um but i do want to talk about your your channel because again we're both one channel two center people so i love the i, I talk about this in the course but i love the simplicity of that you know when part of you is like oh, well, I'll, I'll look at people's charts and they've got eight channels defined, you know, or something. And you're like, well, you've got a lot going on me. I kind of like having, having it very simple um, and not too many things to focus on. I'm like, oh, I just have to do this, this thing really, really well. So in your case, you have the channel of curiosity. And so, um, and, and again, these are important placements for the fact that they're a channel, but even on top of that, your design, your red unconscious north node is in gate 56 so it's like 11 i have 11 i do not have the 56 so i can relate to this piece but 11 is the gate of ideas and it's like the mind doesn't shut off it's like there's never not ideas coming in people with gate 11 our head it's just an absolute channel i would say it's like niagara falls um but the stress would be like you feel like you have to do something with it instead of realizing this is a collective energy that's meant to be experienced and shared with others and i can give these ideas away you know, and, and the right ones are going to come to me. But the really important piece, like in your case, is the, um, because both of your North nodes, I'm like, both your North nodes are throat gates. And then this one is a full channel. I was like, not only are we already spoken about that, this meant to like talk about, fixate, communicate about the details from a very factual, um, forward logic thinking perspective. But this one is about storytelling. This is about the experience, the lived experience. It doesn't have to be logical. It doesn't have to be factual. So I love that you have this beautiful, like, um, these are Dharma. These are, these are Dharma things for you. And this beautiful experience where you can, I'm like at our age, you know, but it's like all these experiences that you would have collected over the years and then be able to turn those into stories. And it's like, this is how you're going to project or you're going to guide people by your lived experience and be able to help them in their room. Like what, what is that? How does that sit with you? Oh, I was so happy and elated to hear that because I've been doing that for as long as I can remember but maybe not the right way like maybe not you know asking i mean i think i think it's like you know being a lead esthetician then starting your own business and having an employee you know like training people instilling values in people instilling like learned experiences in people that apply to you know how i've gotten to where i am 
Like, let me help you get there. Let me give you some shortcuts. You know, like I, I definitely think it goes back again to the course that I put together. I really wanted that to be a, a placeholder for me having to train new hires. So I was like, let mm. me just put all the information that I would want to pour into a new hire at Sitco Skin so they could be a mini me. And let's just make it a course because then that way, if I do hire a team at some point, I can just sit them down in front of the course and they know everything they need to know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then for anybody else, it's like, here's your cheat sheet. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, do you find yourself like story? Anybody that has this channel, I'm like, you need to tell more stories. You need to be on like literally on stories, telling stories or on the gram. You know, you need to be vocalizing all the yeah. experiences and and just getting them out there you don't know who it's going to impact the the times that i have the most engagement are when i'm talking about something that happened in my stories on on instagram like it's not surprising also going on podcasts and like the response that i get from being on podcasts i'm like oh this is just something that's like really fun for me but like people are getting a lot out of it. And that's been really rewarding too. Um, I, at this point, don't have any interest of having my own podcast because it seems like really tedious. <laughs> but I love being a guest on other people's podcasts. Right? So have me back. <laughs> have me back anytime. Right? Oh, yeah, it, it is work for sure. Um, but, but yeah, like, the story, the truly the storytelling. So that's like already all the things that you've brought up today that I was like, whoa, this is incredible. You know, like, and, and when I love that you said that happened, talking about things that happened, mm -hmm. that's the key word here is mm -hmm. not, not things that I'm going to do because this is, this is abstract collective meaning. This is making sense of the past through the you know the storytelling of like what has actually occurred so that's like put that little nugget there it's like okay cool you know and again three five it's like i lived the experience and now i'm just sharing and i don't really care who's on the receiving end of it is that whoever's meant to receive that message and and you know pick up that frequency and dial into that is going is going to get it and there will be practical nuggets of wisdom contained there for them um I'm like, I know I said the prosperity thing too. I'm like, oh, see, I want to circle back. But as I was like, I have two gates that um that I want to mention because yeah. 18, I have both of these that you have again, outer planet stuff, but 18, which is the one that I call the perfectionist. And it's truly, truly the perfect, like can be crippling. Um, but also love her. I'm like, she's, she's my picky bitch, but she's also like, I say she's Anna Wintour, you know, um, because this is the editor in chief that knows like, this has got to go. This isn't going to work. This needs to be, this needs to be better. I'm like, on one hand, it's never satisfied, you know? And I'm always like, she's why I can't enjoy life. I have, I have her four times in my chart. You've got her. <laughs> You've got her two times. I'm like, she's she's just messed with me my whole life. But but at the same time, it's like this Midas touch, you know, to upgrade and up level and just elevate anything that you come into contact with. This is part of the good taste thing as well. Um, and then, you know, you've got uh 32. And 32 is a funny one. Um, you also have it as Pluto. That's where I get it from. So it's like 
not only is this like prosperity, but this is also where you're going to transform over your lifetime. And it's the fear of failure. And it's like, okay, you know, talking yourself out of things before you ever get started because, oh no, it's never going to work. Um, but at the same time, like it's, I would say it's the gate of continuity. It's, it's staying the course when you really truly do know that this is correct. And you're just like, okay, I, I have to just put one foot in front of the other and like keep going. So I think it's cool to know those ones that are more, um, like, is it transformational and prosperous? You know, the things that are going to bring in the abundance for us in weird ways. Like, like what, what, how does that set, you know, being like, oh, okay. So they're both spleen. They're both instinct and intuition. They're fear related, fear and anxiety. If I'm not using them correctly, I'm, a, you know, afraid things are never going to be perfect. I'm afraid of failing or I'm, you know, I have the I have the Midas touch and I have this ability to like be super attuned to success. And also I call 32 the talent scout because it sees in other people like what's the amazing talents that they have and how how can I how can we leverage them for the benefit of everyone? Oh, I love pointing out things in people that I like and then telling them what to do with it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that is my talent. <laughs> But, um, no, I totally relate to that. I am a perfectionist and I've seen how it has affected me in negative ways. And so I've learned how to live with it and make the most of it. And again, I just think this comes with time. I think this is stuff that I struggled with a lot when I was younger. And this is why I've only been a business owner for three years, but I've been an esthetician for 23. Mm -hmm. You know, like that fear of failure held me back for a long time. And Same. I think why I preach so much now, anytime I have an opportunity to, um, I really like to preach at people and I, and I try not to do that because I know I'm supposed to be invited, but, um, just to like, go for it. You know, like I, I have this, um, saying that I come back to anytime that fear creeps in and it's a, it's a quote from salt and pepper <laughs> and it's life is all about expression. You only live once and you're not coming back. So express yourself. And any time when I was younger, I was afraid to talk to someone because I liked them, or I was afraid to try out for a team. Um, going back to like your history and like your childhood, I was a ballerina as well. I never made it to point because you had to take a test and I was too scared to take the test. They were going to let me do it early because I'd gone through all the ballet classes and I was like, nine, you're not supposed to go on point that young, mm -hmm. but my dad was a chiropractor and they were like, well, you'll know if her body can't take it. So we'll let her do it. But she has to take a test. And my mom was like, if I buy you these point shoes, you're taking this class. Right. And I was like, yes, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do this. And then she's like, okay, um, bought me the shoes. You have to take this class. I cried my eyes out. I was so scared to take this written test that I stopped doing ballet. Oh my God. It was something that later in life I saw like, oh, these fears have, have this impact and really shape who you become and the path that you go down. So you really need to express yourself, like just 
fucking go for it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is something that I deeply resonate with. I was going to say that's, that's so 28. That's like the time is now there's no time to waste, you know, and that is the high expression is just like, do, do the thing. But man, I mean, the perfectionism, and again, being somebody who's got both of that, where it's like, yep. Perfectionistic tendencies that hold you back because truly nothing ever is going to be perfect. And that's, that's, the message inside the whole thing you're like so get over yourself get the frick over yourself that has been something that has taken me till more recently like in the last year or two that i've finally been like screw it me doing the course this has all been sitting inside of me for so long and it took you know ashley being like okay let's do it for me to actually be like okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and go and it's like been all this practice of showing up on social media, which I don't, you know, necessarily enjoy, but just getting more like forcing myself out of my comfort zone, getting more comfortable. And that 32, I'm telling you, that's been so interesting as well. And that being a trans my transformational placement too, just like yours, is that that fear of success and being like, like you said, you're one of the people that I'm like, oh, you've actually done it longer than me. Cause I'm like, I'm 20 years, you're 23. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. Wow, I'm used to being the one that's that's been doing this the longest. And so it's like, yeah, the continuity is there. Keep going. You know, you got that. But then it's like stepping outside of your zone, being like, this is what I really am in love with and I really want to do. And I actually have to just go ahead. I I'm so attuned knowing that this will be successful. I just have to do it. And the last few years for me, like getting out of the treatment room and, you know, really going, going at this full steam despite feeling like no one else really gets it, understands it, appreciates it, whatever, was like, I know in my heart it will be successful, but it took a lot of things happening that were not necessarily like, they weren't bad, but it's just sort of like it, I had to have situations force me into it, you know, into just going yeah. ahead and doing it on my own. Right. Yeah. Cause you're like, yes. I wouldn't have done it by myself. Would not mm -hmm. have done it. No. My SD bestie crystal was a receptionist at the last spa that I worked at. And she was a new esthetician. She had worked at a waxing place for several months. And then she got a solace space and was like only working as a receptionist to like pay bills until she had enough clients at her solace space to be an esthetician full time. And I can't tell you how many conversations I have with her. And she's like, Stacy, you are too good for this place. What are you doing? You need to open up your own space. And she had to keep pounding that into my brain before I finally was like, you know what? You're right. I can do this. I can figure it out. Like all the fears of like, I don't know how to set up a business and whatever. Girl, that's me. That was me. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a lot of us, honestly. I mean, you go to aesthetic school, they don't teach you anything about how to start a business or no. run a business. They just no. teach you how to stay clean basically they, te they teach you how to pass your state boards at mi maximum <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> the idea that like any of us are going to go from beauty school which you know a lot of us get into after high school maybe not all of us maybe you went to college and you learned some of those like business management skills or whatever but i feel like a lot of us don't get much education outside of high school um we just like fall into beauty school we start working and how the hell are any of us supposed to know how to run a business? So I feel like we yeah. all need to just give ourselves a pass. And for those of us that are like you and me that do have that perfectionist tendency, 
at some point you just get sick of it because you realize like it's holding you back from trying stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I just went for it. And I think I'm like you, like it, it's really only been in the last few years that I've figured out how to use it to my advantage. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is that by owning my business, by opening it and by growing that business, I gained so much more confidence that I actually can do this. And I'm actually really fucking good at it, mm -hmm. that it allowed me to like get rid of some of that, like pressure that I was putting on myself, like crippling pressure that I was putting on myself. And then it also opened up my mind to what, what is success? Like, what is the end goal? What are we aiming for? Like, what is failure even really? Is it a negative thing? Like, no, I've tried things. I've had events where people didn't show up or, you know, added something to the menu or worked with a line that I decided later, like, ah, this isn't the right line. It's just part of life. So who fucking cares? Get over yourself. <laughs> There's a three, five coming through strong. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I love it. it. I love it. Um, well, I'm like, I know I've been keeping you for a while. Like, is there anything else? Like what products, things you want to plug, stuff you want to talk about? Um, well, products I would say would be my course. Take my course if you haven't, if any of the things that I said today resonated with you, or if you just want access to me for coaching, because even though I do definitely feel like it's something I need to do in the near mm -hmm. future, the only coaching session that I have on the books planned right now is a group coaching session um, this summer with all the students that take my course. So um, that is a huge resource. Also the guide in it that I have, if you need to buy anything, you will save more money than the course costs if you buy it now at the $399 pro price point um, just through my resource guide. So there's a lot of value to the course. I'm super proud of it, even though I had to let go of my perfectionist mm -hmm. traits and show up with like unperfect hair in an unperfect setting, which was not my goal. I'm like, I'm going to have to refilm this at some point, right. but I freaking did it. And the content is good. So <laughs> that's, that is the most important thing. That's the most important thing. Um, but yeah, that's really pretty much it. You know, I'm in Portland, Oregon. So if anyone listening is in the area, feel free to stop into the studio, book a, a, a treatment or a product pickup even just so we can say hi and get to know each other. Um, and outside of that, um, I just want to say that I am so grateful that I was able to take your class Yay. and I do see so much value in it. And I feel like it's one of those courses. That's the gift that keeps giving, you know, you can start out with kind of the basic understanding of your chart and the deeper you dive into it, you know, the more, the more, fruitful that course is for you. And Michaela is just such a wealth of knowledge. So I'm so grateful for the course, grateful for your time today. I was like thinking beforehand, oh, I need to grab some paper and pen so I can take notes. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to be recording out. It's recorded. <laughs> exactly. So now I get to go back and re-listen to this and like just continue to learn more about my chart, which is so exciting. So that, thank you. yeah. Oh my gosh. No, thank you. I always, I'm always like to anyone, thank you. Thank you for appreciating what I do. You know, <laughs> like I am humbled to be of service. Um, but, but it really is the chart is like, it is the gift that keeps on giving. And it's like, you're just constantly uncovering more, more gold all the time, all the time. And I think there's no, um, uh, 
there's just no substitute for understanding yourself at a deeper level. And then of course, all the people around you, which is really fun and really cool too. When you kind of like, oh, wow. Okay. Like this is, this is beneficial. I was just talking to somebody about that. And like, if people really took this to heart, um, and I know some people will and will run with it. Some people are just going to use it. You know, it's called your energetic marketing guide. I'm like, girl, it's human design 101. Um, so you can use it for the marketing piece. Absolutely. But you can also actually study the whole course and use it in your business. Like if you're, I mean, this is psychology for you know, like dealing with your patients and clients. If you want to have people that you have in the palm of your hand, they will never leave you because you know them inside and out and you will want to talk to them about them. Oh, like, oh my God. You know, like that's just, there's just certain ways of like, and I know different people will see it and understand that and be like, this is, yeah, the, I got this because I thought it was this. And instead it turns out it opened a whole new world for me. And yeah. yeah I yeah. pulled several clients' charts already for them and um directed them to your podcast, you know, and just kind of talked to them about like, oh, here's this thing that I did that I really enjoyed. Like it sounds like you would like it too. Just pull their chart and then let them geek out on it. Um, and I do feel like, you know, our industry is based on providing a service for people, but really giving them a safe space to feel nurtured and seen, right? Yeah. Like they want to share with us what's going on in their life, um, their struggles, and they want us to be there for them and to support them. Yep. And I just feel like this is such a great way to like offer them this little gift of like, look how much I see you. I see you more than maybe you even see yourself at times. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. 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 See, yeah, and, and yeah. I don't know. It's just like weird ways of being able to support people. I think like, you know, your emotional authorities, you're like, I'm not going to pressure you to like rebook and buy. I'm going to follow up with you or I'm going to, you know, like you can use it again from sales psychology all the way to just like the relationship building and, and that ability. And that's always been something for me that was really good because it's like I had deep relationships with like, but professional, but deep, you know, like with my patients all those years. And I'm like, this is, this is where this all like, um, you know, you don't see that you will see payoff immediately in some ways, but then other things you're going to realize it all comes like over a long period of time of, uh, just how you can support, support your people and yourself like even deeper. But I love that. That makes me, I feel like you should see my face when she's like, I pulled all the charts. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so why I made those, my, my little, um, aura type classes so inexpensive. Cause I'm like, 11 bucks, like go buy an hour class and learn about yourself. And, and then when you're the provider in the treatment room with the, the full knowledge, you're like, they already know enough that we can have a conversation about this and I can start talking to them and incorporating this into, into our conversations. And you're going to, you're just going to have so much deeper wisdom about all of your people. If that's what you, if you want that ability, you, you, you can have that. So cool. Anyway. Obviously, I would geek out about this all day long. The passion is there. We love to see that. Oh, it's there. It's so it's it's hardcore, but um, I love it. Um, I know next time I'm like I need to get down to Portland. It's been a minute, but I love Portland. I need to come come have a Stacy facial. Um, yeah, yeah. So S Sitco Skin on Instagram, all the places, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she is, she, there's that luxury, that luxury uh, vibe with the products that she carries, the lines that she carries, and obviously her course, 
at goldenexperienceguide.com. You can use the code Michaela and save 10%. You can keep forgetting about plugging that too. <laughs> yeah. So you can't use Stacy 10 for my course, but you can use Michaela 10 for my course. And for Michaela's course, you can use Stacy 10. There we go. And I think mine is actually just Michaela. But anyway, you oh, is it? oh sorry. I, I think no, 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 it's okay. I think everybody else's is, and I think mine is just Michaela. So if you put Michaela in, you can get Stacy's course for 10% off and vice versa. Stacy 10 for 10% off my course. We're just gonna cross plug and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, of course, for taking time out of your day, out of your busy schedule to come and be on and share. Um everything should like get into the chart and on all the all the personal stuff and the fun stories and um just appreciate having you be here thank you michaela this was a blast yay all right and thank you to everyone listening uh of course until next time have a beautiful day <laughs>